Morrow Time with 2GB's David Morrow. There is nothing wrong with it, but don't read the rule On Radio Sport Mornings. All right, we're winding towards the end of the NRL regular season. Round 22 is underway. Manly's top four hopes are alive after putting another dent in the Tigers' finals bid. 32-12 they won last night, the Sea Eagles over the West Tigers. Uh, the Tigers could finish the round as low as 12th, depending on other results. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans controlled the game for the Sea Eagles as they provisionally move into the top four ahead of South Sydney. David Morrow joins us with Morrow Time, as always, on a Friday. The Tigers in a bit of strife, David? Yeah, look, I think that's probably where they where they lie. I mean, you know, I think they've, again, overachieved, you know. Look, people have, you know, I know some Tigers fans are saying, oh, they're all disappointed. Of course you're disappointed because you've promised so much but haven't quite got there at the end two years in a row. But, gee, with the team they've got, um, you know, I reckon that, you know, there are a bunch of people that aren't necessarily... Yeah, they haven't got a team there that looks at you and says, gee, you know, they've got six state of origin, got this, they've got that. Uh, they, I reckon they've done pretty well for the, the, the squad they've got. And uh, I think they should be pretty happy with the, where they are. If they finish 12th, they finish 12th. The fact they've been challenging for a position in the top eight all season, well, I reckon they've had a reasonable season, the Tigers. Um, and the other mob, well, as I keep telling people, after two rounds, I've got it sitting sitting in my desk just so I can remind a few of the journalists that did it. But they did a... Uh, a survey of most of the journalists involved in the NRL, uh, where the the majority of them, over 80% of them, said Manly will get the wooden spoon. Um, so I'm just waiting to highlight that when round 25 comes up. Um, <laughs> just just a cynic, just a cynic in me. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'd be doing exactly the same. Well, the, the owners of the wooden spoon likely to be the Titans. Um, they play oh, the yeah, Eels tonight, so that, yeah, I think that, I mean they're, they're miles out, off, aren't they? So Jason, you know. You know the team that has the best the the Titans opponent who they have the best record against since they came back into the comp is Parramatta. So if, if there is going to be an upset this round, don't be surprised if it's the first game tonight. Are you picking the Titans to beat the Eels? No, Are you I'm really not. doing that? <laughs> no, no, there's no way I'm doing it. I just had a look at the stats. That's all. <laughs> All right. Well, um, the game. Oh, interesting. The game that follows is much harder to pick. Who wins the Broncos Panthers game? Well, we did some tips yesterday. We've got this little thing that we have in the radio for. I think it's six of us to tip every Thursday, and I thought, oh, it'll be three-three. All six of us went for the Panthers, which really shocked me. Uh, I think all of us went for the Panthers because they got Maloney, uh, and I think the, the week off will probably have done him the world of good. He's back and refreshed. And the Broncos, well, you know, they're a rudderless ship when it comes to attack. Uh, in fact, they're worse than that. Uh, they've got one of those rudders that just goes round in circles. Uh, their forwards can get them field position, but the backs haven't got a clue how to uh, how to do anything. So, I mean, they got out of jail against the Cowboys last week. Uh, I've, I think that's what everyone's thinking, that this Panther side, especially with Kikau and Maloney playing, probably too good. But we all know the Broncos' forward pack uh, can be anything on its day. Uh, I'm just... I'm bewildered by the Broncos because they're just bereft of any idea how to play attacking football, which has been the hallmark of their their success uh, over the years. Tomorrow, the Knights play the Cowboys. Do the Knights finally win one after six straight losses, or are the Cowboys going to make it seven <laughs> losses for the Knights? Seven losses, David, in a row. There's no way no way the Cowboys can win without Taumalolo, can they? I mean, you've got to tip the Knights. It's in Newcastle. You think the Cowboys without Taumalolo can't get that? They get McLean back, but oh, you couldn't. You couldn't possibly tip the Cowboys 
But just, just you know the Knights in recent times have found a way to lose. I mean, the last 20 minutes against Parramatta last week, they were bloody woeful. Uh, you know, they had the game there to, to win, but they didn't know how to do it. And, they, you know, they're blokes like Pierce out there, the State of Origin player, ha-ha. They had Watson out there. They had Ponger out there. I'm certain he's playing with an injury. Um, it just, you know, they've got all these brilliant attacking players and they just couldn't breach a tired Parramatta defence. Uh, so it might be the war of attrition tomorrow. Uh, who, who stays in the game the longest that wins? Game of the round, Storm Raiders. Amy Park, cracking game and prospect here. Uh, Raiders went down last week, of course, to the Roosters, but looked pretty good even in a, in a losing effort. The Storm looking as good as they always do. They'll probably win this, will they, the Storm? Yeah, I've tipped them, but I do know that Canberra's got a good record in Melbourne. I've called a, a number of games when Canberra's upset Melbourne in Melbourne, and, and I'm calling this game tomorrow night, and I reckon it'll be a fantastic game. The only disappointment for me is that it's on at the same time as uh, the Wallabies are going to beat the All Blacks and pitch the Bledders Lake Cup off you. So, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> anyway, look, it's going to be a great game of rugby league, and uh, the same as it'll be a great game of rugby union at the same time. I want to talk about that with you after we've done the rugby league, but just uh, to complete tomorrow's games, Rabbitohs Bulldogs. Bulldogs have won their last two. They won't beat Southside, will they? I wouldn't think so. Not an ANZ, and I think the Rabbitohs are starting to come. They're starting to find their mojo. I mean, it'll take a while to get everything. They're getting their players back. I think they've got three more back this week. Once they get them all back, they'll be there. They'll get into the top four. and If they get there, they'll give the competition a run for its money. Sunday's games, Roosters Warriors. Okay, we've finally got to the Warriors game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you give them any shout against the Roosters or not really? Yeah, I, I do because the big open spaces. I know it sounds funny. People say big open spaces, same field, sixty-eight meters by hundred. But funny about the cricket ground, if you get there and it just seems bigger, which will suit the way the Warriors play football. They can play their expansive game. This could be a game where we see a heap of points scored. Uh, because the Warriors, will, you know, they can score three tries in 10 minutes, as we know. Uh, and Roger will love it. Uh, so, you know, I think the Roosters should win. Of course they should. They're one of the teams that uh, should make the grand final. But the Warriors, uh, I think the Warriors will enjoy it. I'm really looking forward to Sunday, 2 o'clock, lovely sunny Sunday afternoon at uh, my spiritual home of sport, the Sydney Cricket Ground. Uh, I can't wait. I reckon it'll be a really good, fun game to watch. Mm. What about Sharks-Dragons? It's hard to tip this, isn't it, either way? Oh, you, look, on form, you've got to tip the Sharks, but the Dragons hate losing to the Sharks. You know, the Sharks haven't beaten the Dragons uh, you know, in the same season twice since 2014. So it'll be, it's a long way be- time between drinks since uh, the Sharks have won the two games each year because they do play each other every year. Um, and But you kiss can't see the Dragons. The Dragons have got probably another couple of really good performances in them. This might be one of them. And even though I'm a Dragons man, I mean, I just can't see them beating the Sharks because the Sharks, the Sharks have got a hell of a lot more on the line. They should be more desperate. So an interesting contest between two two clubs that hate each other. So, uh, you know, they, they, moved, they moved across the river in 1967 and we said they can stay there. <laughs> All right, that's round 22 of the NRL. So as you mentioned, while you're calling the Storm Raiders game at Amy Park on uh, Saturday, tomorrow night, the, uh, the Bledisloe Cup decider will be playing out over our side of the ditch at Eden Park. You give the Wallabies a hope. I mean, I, I know you can't be completely impartial, but um, you must give them a give them a shout to to finally win that piece of silverware back. I do, because I, I just thought last week watching the game, and I watched it all again on Sunday morning, because I missed some of it the night before. I just thought James O'Connor added a, a touch of, I, I think, difference 
uh, to the way they're playing. And it gave them some confidence, gave Bill confidence that there was someone there besides himself that could actually open things up. I thought the half was outstanding. Uh, you know, I just think, well, there's some, there's some aspects of the game that we haven't seen before. Uh, and they just didn't kick their possession away all day. And besides, in saying that, though, we all know that the All Blacks will be playing a different brand of football uh, and they won't make the errors they made last week. And, you know, it's interesting. A bloke pointed out to me the other day that he said the Warriors, whenever they travel to Perth, have real difficulty. And he's just wondering whether the extra two hours time difference had an impact on the All Blacks as well. Uh, it's a, I know it mightn't sound much, but it is. You know, like it's it's a couple of hours to start with and then an extra two on top of it, uh, all in the space of a week. Uh, people say you know, these things shouldn't impact, but they do. So that might be an interesting factor in itself as well. But I'd love to I'd love to see Australia finally win a game at Eden Park, but I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm optimistic, but uh, but and hopeful. That's the best way to describe it. But uh, We've had a couple of great wins there, but see, I'm getting a bit long on the tooth to remember them. <laughs> oh, brilliant stuff, David. Hey, always great to chat. Enjoy your weekend. We'll uh, catch up again next Friday. Okay, no worries, Barney. Bye-bye.